Uh, God is um, he's so good in Jesus and nowhere else. Did you, did you get that? He, he's not good all the time everywhere. He's all the time good in Jesus. Come on now, get, 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 stay biblical. Have the mind of Christ. Quit having the mind of the Bible and have the mind of Christ in the Bible. You can learn from the Bible, but have the mind of Christ. Think like Jesus. Huh? Think like Jesus. What did he teach you? What did he say? And what did he do? See, think like that. Think about things above, where your dignity and state of being come from. You're not from this earth, saints. This is not your home. And, and, and when you don't understand it, you're always thinking about down here. Somebody go to heaven, you just go crazy and act like you lost your mind. They gone to be with Jesus. They gone back to their real country and you up here worried about them. Why would you be mad if somebody went to their real home? It's selfishness. You did. You don't understand. You don't have revelation. But that's where we, we've been born from. That's where our citizenship is. And they gone back to their real country and you mad as hell and <laughs> depressed and all tore all up that they gone to be with the master, the Lord of Lords, living in his presence. And you are down here having a a little, little silly fit. <laughs> Talking about you miss them. They don't miss you. <laughs> Probably would smack you if they could come back down. And Stop that word about me. I'm finally happy now. What are you doing? You know. <laughs> what do you want me back down here for? You know what I mean? Because I've been to heaven and hell. And, uh, and 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 the hell was the worst one. The heaven was the best one. And I, I cried and begged God to get me out of there. It's, it's, it's the worst place you ever. You you can't even imagine it. It's I can't hardly describe it. And it's just um, very 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 hot down there. And very, uh, people are screaming and cursing like I ain't never heard people curse like that. Ain't no ain't no horror movie on earth that can describe it. They ain't nowhere near close to it. And me and were cursing God. This, I couldn't see my hand. And uh, you know I'm pretty light skinned. <laughs> you know my my grandmama's granddad. It was white. His wife was Cherokee Indian. My mama's granddad. It was from Mexico. My mama's mother. Descendants are from Africa. So you know I'm glad to be a Christian. <laughs> I ain't got to figure none of that out. <laughs> I'm so glad, listen, when I go in doctor's offices and, and they say, fill this out, always check other. <laughs> and I write Christian. They said, anybody in your family had this? I said, no, no, no. My family's, my family's them to hear the word of God and do it. No, no, we ain't that. We've been redeemed from the curse. We ain't never had that. Ain't no way in the world I signed off saying we done had that. Well, ain't that lying? Uh-uh, that's believing. 
I'm believing in Jesus. And some of y'all done checked all that. Oh, yeah, this can come to you. This can come to you. This runs in your family. Don't run in mine. I'm in the family of God. My bloodline is from heaven. And it don't run up there. <laughs> oh, glory, boy, I feel the Holy Ghost, man. I'm so happy. <laughs> I just love when I just have liberty, you know, and then you pull it. Oh, oh, man, that's a pastor's dream. Get people hungry for truth, you understand? Ain't no white and black in Jesus, you all. You ain't Caucasian. We just have to put that on our license. I, I just... I wish they would, if I tried to get them and I went and got my life renewed, can y'all just put Christian there? Yeah. They wouldn't do it, but I tried. <laughs> they told me all my life, you a black man. I ain't no more black man than y'all billy goats. <laughs> In Jesus, there are no males and females. There is no Jew or Greek. There ain't no black or white. No, we all one in him. So you got to get focused on him. Him. We're in him. We're in him. We've got to believe in him. Quit believing in us. And believe in him. Yeah. You know, Jesus, he, 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 his teachings ain't like our thinking. We have to get our thinking like his teaching. Yeah, some of the stuff Jesus taught is, it's, it don't feel good. You know, he said, uh, don't even claim none of your kinfolk. See, I go into prison. Everybody laughing ain't scales. They said, that's my cousin. I said, man, I ain't no kin. You done robbed five banks. I ain't no kin to you. <laughs> you can't claim them heathens. You can't be associated with them. Brother, sister, mother, father, they are alcoholics. No, you respect them and love them, but you ain't supposed to claim. Jesus came with a sword to separate father from daughter and mother from son. If they're not going to follow Jesus, you ain't supposed to be claiming them. They snuck in, Mary and, 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 and Jesus, a uh, half brother and sister in the flesh, came up there and said, they told they told us, like, y'all tell Jesus, we, we hit kinfolk. That's, that's Nashville talk. We hit kinfolk. You know, I got to get y'all a little southern in here. Y'all way up here in the north. And they and, and kind of balance y'all out a little bit. <laughs> Pastor Mark's daughter uh, told me he talked funny. <laughs> and she came over there and said, let me tell you how to say this. <laughs> and she whispered in my ear and talked to me and said, this is how you say that. And they whispered that, and, 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 and the disciples said, Jesus, Jesus, your, your, your mother and, and your brothers and them here. He turned around to the crowd and said, my mother my brother, the day they hear the word of God and do it, he wouldn't claim nobody that wasn't going to follow Jesus and do God's will. Ooh, Ooh you don't grew up with them all your life. Now you don't get to claim them. Ooh, what a price it is to follow Jesus. You can't have your life. He's not going to let nobody influence you that ain't walking with him. Nobody. He don't let them tell you nothing. See, they done had influence in your life all them years. He's cutting that off. So they, don't, they can't say nothing to you. That's going to take you away from him. 
Y'all <laughs> look at y'all. He did teach this. Stuff is serious. Y'all hanging out, they drinking and smoking. Y'all hanging out with them. Talking about we loving them. No, you ignorant. Evil co communication corrupt good manners. I am not going to no fellowship with my family where they drinking and smoking and cursing. I'm not going. They ain't doing that around me. Around my, my son. I ain't raising him up and tell him that's okay to be around that. If I'm around it, it's okay for him to be around it. No, I quit going. I said, no, I ain't coming. Y'all do that. And then they, they, it, my mama made them stop. Because <laughs> I'm on TV every day and she wanted me over there. You understand? Because she proud of me. You understand? She said, y'all can't do that now when Uncle Robert here. <laughs> y'all put it up. Amen. They respect you. But you have to demand that respect. And if you ain't demanding it, they didn't do anything around you because you, you ain't stood up for Jesus. Now, all that's introduction. Now, I ain't got it in my message. See, you're trying to take my time in my message. <laughs> Y'all in Psalm 27, 13? Let's get in the Word. That was good right there, wasn't it? So you got to think like Jesus. Think above. Think about God's kingdom, the way God do things. That's why he said, seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33, and his, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And he said, all these things will be added to you. Why is the young man, was the young man, why is the young man came this morning? Came back in and knocked on the door, the boxer. Did he make it back? Where he at? He didn't make it back. We came back at right out the sermon, knocked on the door. He, he said, excuse me, uh, preacher, uh, I don't understand none of this. I, I ain't been going to church. I, I really don't understand how to get saved. Can you help me? Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, my God. Come on in here, young man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I didn't lay one in my lap. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> he didn't say exactly what must I do to be saved, but that's what he said. Yeah, God's still the same yesterday, damn forever. People still asking that. Amen. The Holy Ghost drawing it. Y'all keep praying for him. Amen. The devil won't be able to suck him back. Make him, make him quit believing. I'm going to teach y'all tonight. Now, now, now in Psalm uh, 27, 13, I want to hear him get out of this so I'm getting some more, some more things the Lord's got for me to teach you. Unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Real faith, I'm teaching on I believe God. When you believe God, saints, you are expecting to see the goodness of God in Christ Jesus. If you're not expecting to see God's goodness, you're not in faith in God. A lot of people say they believe in and trust in the Lord, and they ain't expecting nothing. I hope God do it now. No. See, that's why a while, while ago when, when, when the Lord healed him and grew his leg out, then you got over there, he said, well, I sure hope he did. See, see he, he wasn't born again. So he couldn't, couldn't believe good. He couldn't believe Jesus still loved him. And then took him back in, and, and, and he believed him. He left saying Jesus lives inside him. He had a big smile on his face. He left with joy. Amen. And, and, uh, and so you, you have to believe, choose to believe to see the goodness of God in everything. You can't hope and wonder in nothing. You won't get it. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Anybody that come to God 
This is this is a, a, a must. You must believe. Get this. The I'm doing another series at church right now on um, how to please God. And one of the things is you must believe he is. And then I teach who he is. He's Jesus. And you must believe he is. What Jesus did, that's who God is. What Jesus conquered, that's who God is. What Jesus overcame, that's who God is. What Jesus defeated, that's who God is. See, you got to believe that. Before you even ask him something, you, you got to believe he is. He, he's already the answer before you come to him. Sometimes I go, get, I get on me, I say, problem, you are in trouble. I'm going to tell God on you because you're in trouble. <laughs> See? See, I'm believing he is. When the disciples got together and were threatened and tempted in Acts chapter 3, they began to pray in Acts 4 and said, Lord, behold their threatenings. And, 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 and right before that, they said, Lord, uh, God of heaven and earth. See, they begin to believe who God is. See, you, you ought to always announce his greatness. He created the heavens and earth, seeing all that is. He, he conquered every fear, every devil, every work of darkness in Jesus. See, before you pray, before you ask, believe he is. It'll make you believe that what you ask, he, he, he'll do it. And you'll expect it because you're believing he is. And he's a reward of those who diligently, see, crave, investigate him. He'll reward you. You have to stay after stuff. A lot of times people don't get much from God because they don't stay after it. They don't stay after it. You have to choose to believe the goodness of the Lord. And then this, this Abraham in, in Romans 4, 3, at the Bible said Abraham believed God. Amen. And, and then, then God imputed something to him. See, every time you really believe God, uh, then, then there has to be action with your faith. Go, go back to James chapter 2. Let's start back there in verse 17. James chapter 2. I want to dig in this a little more. Um, I didn't, I didn't get, get to dig in that much this morning. Even so faith, if it have not works, it's, it's dead being alone. Now, you, can, you can believe in Jesus and it's dead. Now what do you mean by that, Pastor? You can believe in Jesus and never live, right? And your belief, you really believe in him, but it's dead. You can have all kind of faith, all kind of beliefs, and they're dead. They never happen. It never creates God's power to work in your life. He's always talking about what you want God to do, what you believe in God to do, but don't, it don't never happen. It's dead faith. And the problem is you're not abiding in Jesus, and his words ain't abiding in you. And you're trying to ask what you will when you ain't met the condition yet. You have to meet the condition of abiding in him. You can't abide in Jesus if you ain't doing what he say every day. For instance, when I got born again, I gave my life to Jesus. And, and I really, really gave my life to him. I mean, I was just waiting on what he said. When he kicked me out of drug treatment, said, I cried and said, Lord, what I do? And then uh, I, I smoked a cigarette that night. Jesus said, no, you can't smoke no more. You got to get him to me. So I never smoked no more. Got filled with the Holy Ghost about an hour later. Threw my cigarettes in the trash can. Never had another one since. I've been living with my girlfriend three years. Got my, all my clothes over there, the few I had. And I'm headed over there. This voice said, you can't live with her no more. You're married to me now. I'm married. I didn't even know I was married to him. 
I ain't have a clue. I said, man, I'm married to him. I said, oh, I'm married to you. Man, we had a marriage ceremony the other night, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know I said I do, but I said I do. And when you marry Jesus, you've lost your voice. See, when a real, when a true woman of God marries a true man of God, she loses her voice. Ooh, that didn't go over well. <laughs> the Bible don't tell him to adapt to her. It tells her to adapt to him. The Bible tells her to submit to him. It don't tell him to submit to her, but it do tell him to submit to her concerning the word of God and in fear of God, reverence of God. Nobody's above God's word. I tell him at the church, I ain't above Jesus. And if, 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 you, if, if it's something I'm contradicting with Jesus, you can come and show me and let me read it in the Bible. I'll change. Nobody's above Jesus, but you ain't supposed to be coming rebuking your pastor, trying to correct him. I teach the same, don't never correct me. But you can always share scripture with me. Nobody's above the word. Nobody. And ain't, ain't nobody came to me yet. <laughs> they don't want no duel with me, man. <laughs> I'll rattle them off a bunch of scriptures, man. <laughs> won't I? Oh, Billy took a shot at me several times. <laughs> Lost every battle. And then there have been, been two times. Uh, uh, he, he said, uh, you know, I made a statement. And he said, well, Jesus said this. I, 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 I said, oh, 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 I never said that again. Never talked that again. Have I? See, when I hear Jesus, that's it. That's it. Nobody's above him. Amen. When people speak, when Brother Hagin, I, I followed Dad Hagin. He was my spiritual father. When he would say, Jesus said, I get on the edge of my seat. I, 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 my ears perked up about, about nine feet tall in the air. My antennas. I, I want to hear what I always want to hear what Jesus got to say. It's very few people that ever tell you Jesus said this. And I love to hear him. What did he say? I, I don't want to know what color his eyes were and what color his hair. Who cares what his feet looked like? I want to know what he said. Yeah. People are so carnal, man. It's, a, it's pitiful. They just carnal, just fleshly. That nerd to try to act like they spiritual. It ain't a lick. That's old Nashville word, lick. <laughs> even so, verse 17, even so faith, if it have not works, is dead being alone. Uh, and Jesus told me, so I, I went and packed all my clothes and left that night. That's faith with works. Left that night. Next morning, I, was, I, was, I had Mr. Young and Restless. Been watching it for about eight years, and 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 I done been in the drug treatment center. I didn't get to see it for two weeks, so I got to catch up with Jack and Jill. Are they still on there? It's been 21 years since I've saw it. And while I was while I was waiting on it, it was coming on, and about 15 seconds, and Jesus, just a voice, Jesus just spoke up and said, "You you hurt me when you watched it." I said, "You can be hurt. I don't want to hurt you. I've even been in, been in, when he's appeared to me." And, he appeared to me in 98 and started teaching me this, this revelation. He appeared to me in 94 and then three other times he appeared to me for me personally. And I remember in 94 when he appeared to me and he, he began to tell me, uh, he started crying. Stop crying. To, for me to go tell his people uh, uh, that, that they're only guilty of one sin. That's not believing on him. And he told me, you, you've been telling them they got to repent of everything. And I'd make them try to get rid of all their sins. And, and you understand, that's the best I knew. I was walking in all the light I had. 
And he straightened me up. I was using, people preacher done taught me to use 1 John 1, 9 to get people saved. That ain't for sinners. And he straightened me up. Well, I never done that anymore. He said to grow me up. I, 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 he still got to keep growing me. But I'm telling y'all, what I'm teaching, I know it works. I know it's right because it come from his lips. And, it, and, it, and it's being lived in my life every day. Easy. Not struggle. None. Zero. Amen. It's too late. I, I, I done got the foundation down. I know how to get rid of anything that comes. I know how. I, I know how to get, get in there with him and get him to show me what to do. It's too late for the devil. It's just too late. He just he just in trouble. And so Jesus said, unplug the TV and, and, and come and read my word. I want to talk to you. I said, man, he talks to you when you read. I thought you just read the Bible. I didn't know he talked to you. I found that out. So every time I read, I always look for him to talk to me. So I developed a relationship with him. When I read, he, he would talk. Me. I read Genesis, and as soon as I finished the last word in Genesis, a voice said, now go to Matthew, read Matthew to Jude, now read Revelation, don't ask me no question about it, get out of it, read it, get out of it, and go back to Matthew and keep reading. And then I'd go back and read the Old Testament every now and then, I'd sneak back in, you know, and read Psalm, Proverbs, and then I'd get back in and start reading some of them stories that God killed everybody. I, I just closed about, I wouldn't even read no more that day. I said, Lord, now if you killed everybody, you might kill me. I can't believe that. When you love me that night, June 30, 1988 at 1035 p.m. If you done that for me while I was guilty and you would kill people, then I can't have faith in you to keep loving me if I believe you're like that. And so I'd close old tale. I wouldn't read it for eight months. I'd stay with Jesus. Every time I read Jesus, I ain't never hear him do nobody like that. And I enjoyed reading him. I saw people in the Old Testament and nine suffer, get, get, get death, but, but it didn't come from Jesus, came from their sin. Didn't come from Jesus. I seen the man caught and, and wouldn't repent in fornication and, and, and they turned him over to the devil because he wouldn't repent. When you don't repent, you get over there with the devil. But I never seen Jesus kill him. I never seen Jesus put sickness on him. And so I stayed in the New Testament, bless God, I found out my love, my first love, that's Jesus. I didn't want nothing else. and didn't seek nothing else, got after him. And every day, every day, I read the Bible. I never read to understand the Bible. Not one time. Still don't today. I always read it, read it to do it. And then understanding came to me. So when he said, you know, turn your cheek, I, I said, all right, Lord. When I got smacked, turn your cheek. Got it smacked. He said, love you. And I said, yes, sir, Lord. Every time I, I love my enemy, bless them and curse me, do good and hate me. And then I pray for them. So you can't pray for them until you love them, bless them, do good. That's why a lot of people never pray for people that do them wrong because they never love them, bless them, do good. They don't ever obey Jesus. And I did. He said, when you stand praying, forgive. So I always forgive everybody before I go pray. Because he don't he, he used to wouldn't let me pray if I was mad at my wife. He said, Oh, hold on, hold on now. See, a lot of you all might not walk with him like this. So you just try to pray and don't get no answers. And just stay messed up over and over, struggle over and over, and I don't. He used to wouldn't let me pray. He said, hold on now. You got to get that straight. He told me for over a year, my wife, you know, would reject me and was mean to me. And, and, and she really was. And you ought, to, you ought to hear a testimony on them tapes out there, uh, um, uh, being a true disciple of Jesus Christ, being married as a disciple. She's on there. One of them, one of them uh, CDs, she's on there. And, and, and she talked about how she used to hate me. 
and how mean she was to me. And Jesus taught me how to love her and have joy every day with her being like that. Joy, full of peace. He taught me. And he, he, here's what he taught me. How many of y'all want to know? Raise your hand if you want to know. Okay, here, here's what he did. Every time she'd do something ugly and do something wrong, say something wrong, do something wrong, wouldn't submit to me, not one time. He, he told me for over a year and a half, he said, forgive and forget it. I said, well, all right, Lord. I forgive and forget it. Then, then she'd do it again. Forgot. He said it again, forgive and forget After about a year and a half, I, I, I was getting on my knees and I said, you know, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> it took me over a year and a half to figure it out. So I just started saying, I forgive and forget, then start doing that all the time. And I just start walking in the light, as he's in the light. And it caused me to have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus would cleanse me from any sin I didn't know about. Hallelujah. This is how you stay clean before God, is you walk in the light like Jesus is. You stay in fellowship with one another, whether they're in fellowship with you or not. You stay in fellowship with them. <laughs> you always loving them, whether they love you or not. That's what I'm saying. And it makes the blood of Jesus keep you clean from all sin. I mean, when you do something wrong and don't know it, it cleanses you. It covers that for you. Because you're walking in all the light that you have. You're walking in everything he's telling you to do. And he don't require you to do nothing else. Till the light come in that area. Then he requires you to do something else. God's smart. He got all our bases covered. Ain't that wonderful? You ain't got to worry about, I wonder if I'm doing something wrong. You ain't got to worry about it. It's covered. If you walk in what you know to walk in. You ain't got to wonder, are you doing everything right? He, he's so intelligent, he'll tell you. Some people don't think God's intelligent, but he, he is. <clears throat> he is. And so every time Jesus told me to do something, quit something, I done it. And I just ran out of errors. Just ran out of them. Well, he'd go a year and wouldn't say nothing to me about nothing in my life. And then here comes something, and here comes something, and here comes something. You shouldn't have said that. You didn't say that in the right spirit. See, who the Lord loves, he corrects. If you don't put yourself in a position where he can love you, he won't correct you. you you'll be treated like a bastard, and, and he'll just let you do what you want, talk about people like a dog at home, don't raise your kids up in the Lord. <clears throat> he won't show you how to do none of this because you won't let him. But I let him. My son will be 19 next month. He's, he's a freshman in college. He's a virgin. Never dated no girl. Never been to a club. Never drank. Never smoked. Reads his Bible every day. Prays every day. And obeys me to the T. He never talked back to me, never sassed me, never had an attitude. <laughs> he never done that to me, not one time his whole life. I taught him. I taught him in the Lord, he'll never depart. He'll never depart. He'll never depart. When they get old, they won't. When they get 18, they won't depart. When you train them up in the Lord, in the Lord, in the Jesus, in Jesus, in Jesus. Jesus taught me to forgive and forget anything. It, he told me that his forgiveness is what made me free. He said, and I can't live in his freedom if I don't live forgiveness toward everybody, everything. The last time I got offended, I ain't been offended at no human in over 18 years. The last time I got offended was uh, 
Nine years ago in my boxer. I told him don't go out there in the street. And he was little and training him. He ran over there scared. Him. All he wanted to do is lick him. But she had a baby in and carried it. And he just scared the lady screaming. I told him don't go over there. He ran anyway. Then he run back over in the yard. I, he's so fast I couldn't catch him. I ran in the garage and got a broom. And I, and, and I was so mad at him. I threw that broom and hit him in his back. And I just tore ligaments in my leg. I couldn't walk. I crawled up the steps on my belly in pain. I laid there in pain. I hurt when I moved. I hurt when I thought. I hurt when I didn't move. I hurt if you moved. If I heard a noise, I hurt. When I didn't hear a noise, I hurt. You ever just, just, just hurt, man? That's awful. And I prayed, you Jesus name, quoted the name, bind the devil, bind all your devils. I mean, I bind every devil, all the East Coast, West Coast. Man, I quoted every scripture I knew, and I know a bunch of them. And, and, and I just felt it thawing. It just like it's got worse. After about three hours of that nonsense, I finally just set up in the bed. All right, Lord, what I done did wrong. Some of y'all, I'm trusting the Lord. Listen, sometimes you need to ask him what's wrong with you. And quit trying to use that dead faith that ain't going to work. Come on now, after day, after my son, after I prayed for him and he didn't get well, I said, take him to the doctor. I'll keep praying while you taking him to the doctor. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to sit there and be believing and he ain't getting better. I've got to see the power at least causing that to get better going the other way. If I don't see that, go to the doctor and I'll keep believing. Don't play with them. Now, you might be able to stay home and suffer through it, not my child. Don't be stupid. You don't see them getting no better. And so I, Jesus said, any, any air of unforgiveness toward things, animals, skunks. He taught me to love they smell. Some of y'all never walk with the Lord like this. Listen, Jesus, how you say, oh, oh. he said, I created that smell and you have no business hating it. He said, that's a learned behavior you have. He said, you could love the smell if you change your attitude about it because I created it. And so right then I said, Lord, you forgive me from this day forward. I, I, I'll not uh, uh, hate that. And you know, it ain't even that bad, man. When you walk in love, you can't, you can't be ill toward nothing God created. That's not his nature. That's not Jesus. And so the Lord told me, he said, you can't even be mad at restaurants. He said, you can't go tell nobody what you think about a restaurant, how you feel. He said, you're not walking in love. Now, don't ask me now. Because he said, if you ask me, I get to tell you. Did you know that they asked Jesus in the upper room who had, who, who had the devil? You know, Jesus told them, wanted to take the first sup out of this. He showed them. Why? They asked him. If they had never asked him, he'd have never told them. Well, don't ask me now. And then I'm going to be careful. Say, well, I, I didn't, we didn't really enjoy it, but you might. 
Now, if it's something going to hurt Christians, I'm going to say, no, I stay away from that. They're they, they not right. They'll, they'll take your money, see, if you ask them. If you don't ask them, I don't tell you. You have to grow and mature where you get like this. You're always thinking about others instead of yourself. And then I, 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 when Jesus told me, I said, Lord, you forgive me. I'm so sorry. I said, in the morning, I'll go to the super pet store. I bought him a $16 bone. <laughs> Getting mad at my dog cost me $16. <laughs> then I had to kiss him on the we nose. That's our kiss. And ain't no lip. <laughs> Come on now. I need to pray for you tonight if you be tongue. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Come on now. I'm not finna get him dog no lips. Come on now, you need deliverance. You in the ditch in love. Hey man, you knows them. You you let them lick your jaw, not your lips. Hey Amen. Save them for your wife, your children, <laughs> the saints on the jaws. All right, here we go. And so I said, Lord, I'll never do that again. I trust you. I'll never, I'll never treat my dog mean again. And I, and, and I found out that unforgiveness cannot be worked in no area. It will affect your whole walk with God. Your faith has to keep working by how he loved you. And he didn't love you like that. So your faith can't work if you're not living in how he loved you. And so I said, now, Lord, no sense in me still hurting all night. I gave you my word, and you always tell me to believe your word, so I need you to believe mine. And every symptom disappeared. They like snapped the fingers, just all the ligaments and all that joint right back together. They like never have been, been torn. I just fell right on sleep. Never, never been bothered with that since. And and I've seen the Lord do that before. Just 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 me straighten up and forgive, and then every symptom. It's years ago, you know, and you know I don't get it like that no more. Every now and then, I think it happened a couple years ago. One of my workers, you know, that's close to me, just just did something they ain't had no business doing, and and, and it, it bothered me and hurt me, and 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 uh, and and, uh, and I, I I I I didn't I didn't get it off of me. You know what I'm saying? You just you just, you, just, you know you, you said you forgave and really didn't from the heart. You know you're so used to saying that and and you really didn't do it because it's still on your mind, tearing you up, and you ain't fighting it either when it comes. You sitting there just, just kind of thinking on it. And so I woke up the next morning, and, and I had fleeing in my throat. I said, ooh. I said, Lord, I forgive her. 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 I let it go, Lord. I'll never remember again. And my, just in an hour, my throat got completely well. I heard him heard, heard straighten that up. The closer you walk with him, the more depth you'll get when you step out. Because he loves you, and he won't just let that stay there. He know if, he know if, if that door, if you open that door, he know you'll hurry him close, you see. That's him loving you. And boy, when you'll just sit there and just take that stuff and, don't, and won't, 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 won't be corrected, ooh, ooh, you are a mess. Ooh, I'd hate to live with you. Y'all in James chapter 2? Y'all getting anything out of this? I'm talking about believing God, believing in Jesus. This is believing in him. You got to straighten up everything that ain't right in your life by trusting him. Even if you're in, in, in a bondage, you got to trust him. He's changing you. you. You can't just keep it or you can't walk with him. I think we just done made people 
uh, you know, just walk with the Lord no matter what. That, that, that's crazy. Can, I, can, can, can we go real deep tonight? Boy, that was about five of you. Can we go deep tonight? Okay, that's good. Hold your spot there in James. Go to 1 John 3, 8. Yeah, it's just a little deeper. It's, it's all right. It's, it's not going to hurt y'all. Y'all can handle this. But you have to want it. That's all. You got to want it. And if you want it, then God or God open it up and give it to you. But them five people, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to go there. Because the rest of y'all didn't want it. Amen. Now, now look right here in verse 8. You, you'll see revelation here about believing in Jesus. He that committed sin is of the devil. Ooh, isn't y'all committing sin? Well, you are the devil. How many of y'all committed sin this year? Any y'all had to repent this year? Let me see your hand if you done had to repent this year. Okay, I have. Okay. But I wasn't of the devil. You might have been, but I wasn't. You might not have been, but you might have been. He that committed sin is of the devil. Now, here's the sin, saints, that Jesus is talking about. The devil sinning from the beginning. You got to get that revelation. He's talking about when God, when you're in God's kingdom, God rules everybody and everything. When you're in the sin of the devil, you tell God what you ain't going to do no more and what you're going to do. That's the sin of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. Now, this is why Jesus need to come. Now, now, why did Jesus need to come? Read. To destroy the works of the devil. Now, what's the devil? A lot of people think the devil's works is sickness, disease, poverty. That, no, that's a result of sin. Breaking God's laws under the curse. That's a very small portion of the works. That's a result you get. From the works of the devil. But the works of the devil, y'all, is Jesus came to destroy you and I doing what we want. And bringing us back under God's rule in his kingdom where God tells us what to do every day and we never tell him nothing. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, hold your spot there in 1 John 3 and go to 2 Corinthians 4. Now, hold your spot there. We'll come, don't worry about James. We'll hit James in back in a minute. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. You'll get, a, you'll get a better picture of it here. I just can't stand trying to minister no one scripture and then you don't, you don't, you don't have two or three witnesses. Let everything be established by two or three witnesses and make sure it line up with the cross. Nothing you teach should, should disagree with Jesus. You got to get that revelation. A lot of times people take scriptures in the letters and they contradict Jesus. See, it ain't, it ain't right if it contradicts Jesus. Everything supposed to line up with Jesus' teaching. And the cross, how he loved us. Well, you can make scriptures say anything. But you can't make that cross say anything. It says one thing. He died and took our sins away while we were guilty. You can't, you can't make the cross say nothing there. He loved us. See, you can't make it say nothing there. Well, I guess some knuckleheads do, but we don't. Now watch. The God of this world 
has blinded the minds of them which what? Believe not. See, when he blinds you, you think you're right. When he blinds you, you tell people what you think and feel. You don't say the Lord said. Anytime somebody's pointing you to the Lord, I mean, how could that be wrong? Y'all always go ask the Lord. I always go ask the Lord, is that right? I'm that smart. You pointing me, say, no, I prayed and asked the Lord. All I got to do is go ask him. He'll tell me. He'll tell me if that's right or not. Because I don't know anything. You, you never wrong when you point people to the Lord. Because then he can tell you and show you. The, the God of this world wants to keep us blinded in doing what we want. Now watch it. Look, look at the verse. Lest the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shine on our hearts. See, Jesus is the image of God to bring us back under God's rule, where we do everything he say every day. We never do what we want. And he don't want this image in your life shining to you. Jesus, one thing you got to know about Jesus if you believe in him. In Mark chapter 8, verse 34, Jesus said, whoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. He said, you can't even follow me if you don't deny yourself. People think they can follow Jesus and don't deny themselves. They just, they just don't, don't even know they ain't following him. They ain't even following Jesus. They just following themselves and don't even know it because they talk about God so much, form of godliness, but they deny the power to be just like Jesus. And Jesus said, when you deny yourself, you never listen, read none of Jesus' teachings and ever try to do it. You can't deny yourself in your strength. What you do is you believe in him for him to rule you. You let him tell you what to do and you've denied yourself. See, Jesus said, don't smoke no more. See, I denied myself when I let him rule me and didn't do that anymore. When he said, uh, 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 you can't live with your girlfriend, I, I, was, my, I was denying myself when I did what he said. He, I let him rule me. You've denied yourself. Just letting him rule you, telling you what to do. You've denied yourself. You don't try to, oh, I'm, I'm going to get myself out of the way. He don't want you to get yourself out of the way. He wants you to do what he say. He wants the Lord you, dominate you. He wants to dominate your thinking, your lips. Your body, he want to dominate your money. He want to dominate your family, your home. He just want Christ love, wife, husband love your wife, Christ love the church, wife submit to your husband, add unto the Lord. I mean, he did everything, everything, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, love one another as I love you. Forgive as I forgive you, everything. Jesus, 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 think like Jesus. Eat Jesus. Uh, wake up with Jesus. Pray Jesus. Glorify God. Magnify God. Bide in me. My word's in you. Speak to the mountain. And, and it'll come to pass. What whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive and you'll have them. I mean, it is Jesus, 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 faith in him, faith in him, believe in him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You, you, my wife tells me many nights that I didn't wake up praising him. And then I, she said, I don't even wake up. I just, I just keep such a, a, a continual 
uh, awareness of his presence. And I just, I just, I just walk with him every day. I don't keep stuff in the world on my mind. CNN, economy, none of that. Man, I, I'm not going to even discuss that. You're carnal-minded. You should be talking about what God got to say about it. See? Instead of them. Then you try to mix God and them, and it don't work. You're really in fear and don't know it. Jesus in. Now go back to 1 John 3. Jesus is the image. Now look at verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy Satan, telling man he can do what he want and exalt himself above God. Hmm? When a woman say, ain't no man going to rule me. Now the devil's in that woman. The devil's in her. And that is the sin of the devil. To exalt yourself that you're not going to do what God's kingdom tell you to do. No. That woman better do everything I say. Now you in the sin of the devil too, man. Because that ain't how Jesus loved the church. He don't be dominating and making nobody do nothing. You have to yield your will to him. You have to love your wife to submit to you. Like I did. My wife, for nine years, she's been delivered. She, she do everything I ask. We ain't, we ain't argued in nine years. We argued together the first two. She went ten by herself. Now we went nine without none. I'm talking about we don't even have no disagreements. She listened at my CDs all the time. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, saying not, not to get, you know, listen, I, I, I don't even care no more because I got to get this word out. If you don't get some of these CDs and buy them, y'all ought to buy every one off that table. I had a man down in Mississippi. He came and gave me a check for thousands of dollars, said, uh, just give them all away. The people need to hear this, what you got. I want to sow and just sow into your ministry so you can give everybody in the church can't afford them then. Yeah, now I'm not telling nobody to do that, but that'd be a wonderful idea. <laughs> I did throw it out there. See, listen, this is good ground. This stuff is changing people's lives. And some people won't even go to the table because they don't have no money. And we want you to get it anyway. Matter of fact, if you don't have no money, uh, we just come back to the table and get what you want, and you can send it to us later. You send it to, and don't be under no pressure. Just make sure at least by 2009 you send it. No, nine. That's the end of this year. My God, son, hold on. So year nine months he talking about. You might have went to heaven by then. Won't you go to heaven in debt? <laughs> Amen. We want to help people as much as we can. You understand? They cost us, you know, to do it and stuff. And But uh, we still want to help people as much as we can. Amen. Um, and then some of y'all might have in your heart to help somebody get some that don't have the money. 
Come on, God don't want you to have all that money and you don't help others. Mm, glory. Y'all got a little quiet then. And you, you don't do that unless God just put it in your heart or you just purpose in your own heart. You, you don't want to be a blessing. Okay. Now, where, where was you at? 1 John 3? He that committed, verse 8, he that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he would destroy the works of the devil. Now, now, verse, verse 9. Now, look at verse 9. Whosoever is born of God sinneth not. Ooh. Now, now, you can look at that several ways. In your spirit, it ain't going to sin no more. You understand? But you got your flesh and soul can. One man said, I don't sin no more. I said, yeah, your spirit don't, but the rest of you do. If you don't learn to line it up with your spirit. Now, if you line it up with your spirit, you ain't got to sin no more. But he, he just ain't talking to the conversation. He got mad as hell at me. I knew then he done sin. Because <laughs> I told him he was wrong. He said, I ain't got to forgive nobody. I said, no, unless they do something wrong. He said, I ain't got to forgive them then. I said, you in error. You ain't even quoting the Bible. Somebody do you wrong, the Bible tell you to forgive. God, for Christ's sake, forgave you. And if you, you sin, confess your sin. He said, I don't never sin. Are you a lie? <laughs> See, it, it, it's nonsense. People trying to be in Christ and don't understand it's a growing process of living that out of you. They trying to just get there in their own strength. You know, just, they think that's believing, just jump there. No, you jump there from test to test, from faith to faith, from seeing, experiencing his love working for you day in and day out. That's how you, that's how you grow in. You don't jump in this. Each test take you a step higher in it. When you and, and so John said, whoever who has born again overcomes the world. Is that what he said? No, no. Who has born again sinneth not. Is that what he said? Okay, who has born again sinneth not. And then what else does it say, Billy? All that seed, the love of God is in you. And that love can't sin. You can't. So you've been born of a new nature. And you cannot sin because you've been born of God. Now, what kind of sin is he talking about you can't do no more? You cannot tell Jesus you ain't going to do what he say. You cannot do the sin of the devil when you've been born of God. You can't do it, man. You can't stand there and tell you I ain't going to do that. Can't do it. Now, when you've been born again, you might miss it a thousand times, but you ain't going to tell Jesus that. No, you're not going to do it if you've really been born again. Something down inside will bother you. That seed's in you. You just can't do what you want because you're born of God. Now, then, then he go in verse 10, and he separates the children of the devil and the children of God. You can't make everybody no child of God. Everybody ain't no child of God, son. Come on now. Just because you go to church at night, <laughs> you could be mean as hell at home. Watching pornography and the internet and all kind of stuff. And just smile at church like you do. Holy hooly. <laughs> you're a child of the devil. Because you ain't repenting. You're repenting, see, then, and then you're asking Jesus to help you and change you where you'll never be like that again. You can keep walking with it. If you're just leaving that undone, you're a child of the devil. You're exalting yourself over God, and he's going to resist you every single time. He gives grace to the humble and he resists the proud every time. Now watch carefully now. In this is manifested the children of God and the children of the devil. 
whoever's letting God rule them is the children of God. Whoever's exalting themselves to not do what God says under the rule of Jesus is a child of the devil. He that doeth not righteousness, man, you ain't a God. Nor he that loveth not his brother, you ain't a God, you are the devil. Now we're going to have to get this thing straight. And quit trying to say, well, they real nice. Please, stop that religious junk, church playing games. You either act like a child of God or a child of the devil. And your actions show which one you are. We're going to quit just, just, just naming you this, claiming this. Can't claim to be no child of God. Your walk, your faith with action show that you are. Do you see that? And see, see, you messing up don't mean you're a child of the devil. It's when you mess up and exalt yourself that you ain't going to do what he say about it. You ain't going to seek him to change and repent of it. Amen. Now go back to James. Now, now I'll be to take you on in to the end of this. Sharing that with you. Because what I'm trying to do is help you all, some of you all that really ain't walking with God in here tonight. To step on in here tonight, let me lay hands on you, repent, turn from your wicked ways, and let Jesus change you where you can really start walking with him every day, where he answers all your prayers. And he just keeps changing you to not be like that, living out his nature every day, changing the way you think. Verse 18, yeah, man may say thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. I'll show you thy faith by my works. Thou believest there is one God. How many of y'all believe there's one God? Well, let, me, let me tell you something. All you do in that is well. You don't walk with God. The devils believe that. Man. Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslims, Buddhists. All you do is well. The devils also believe in tremor. See, there's no action with that belief. You don't have to do nothing to believe that. Just believe that. And you do well believing it. But you don't have to have action to live for God and believe that. Because the devil never lives for God. So you really ain't really done nothing but done some well. You ain't walked in Jesus' victory. Just believe in that. But you need to believe it. But what will thou, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered as his son upon the altar? Seeing thou how faith wrought with its works. See, faith got to be wrought with action. And by works, get this, was faith made perfect. See, your action make what you believe perfect. Not what you believe make your faith perfect. But your actions perfect your faith. Doing, forgiving over and over. See, that's perfecting your faith believing in Jesus as you're acting upon the word of God. Not you trying to put the focus on believing it. You put the focus on acting on it and that perfects what you say you believe in Jesus. That's what it says now. Have y'all read that with me? Well, that's what it says. Seeing thou how faith wrought with its works and by works was faith made perfect and the scripture was fulfilled which said Abraham believed God. See, and I believe God. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness. He was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. 
Listen, listen. Your faith by itself will never justify you before God. Not by itself. Your faith will, will, will be justified by your actions with it. Well, I'm, I'm trusting the Lord. I ain't going to never do this again. You can't do that no more. You not doing it again is what's justifying you believing that. Just your believing that alone will not justify you if you keep doing that. That faith alone is dead. If you say I'm trusting Jesus that I'll, I'll never uh, uh, do this again, you can't do that no more. By you not doing that no more is justifying you by the action and not by just your faith saying I ain't going to do it no more. And people got to quit this playing games in church. This stuff ain't working for people. You mean, you're hateful, you, you go off on your wife. Just have a tantrum fit. Why you ain't had Jesus change you where you don't never do like that no more? Women, husband, do one thing wrong, you got attitude. Oh, yeah, you mess up the whole house. I, I always, you know, when I take these things, I, I try to do everything in the Lord. So I, I do the Trinity, Father, <laughs> Son, Holy Ghost. I always try to do something identify with the Lord, man. Why not? Do we pray the Lord? This, this, you gotta have little games where you just talk about Jesus. Y'all do that with your children. Just play games where they make them think about the Lord a lot. God's goodness and kindness. Where they see the joy of serving God. I show my son every, every time I come home with checks. I said, look, son, look, look, what, look, what, look what happened when you serve the Lord. I get $50,000, $100,000 checks. I, go, I said, look here, look here, son, look. Look. <laughs> Man, he wants to serve God. He know he'll be blessed. I showed him what being faithful to the Lord do, how, how he'll be blessed. So he knows where his blessings is. Is, is living what Jesus tell him to do every day. That's why he ain't sinning against the Lord. He knows his millions is locked up in there. That's the truth. Come on now. That's the truth. So you see then that how works, by, by thy works, a man is justified and not by faith only. A lot of people don't try to use faith only. And they don't have action to go with it. Go go to 1 John 2. Let me, let me show you this in more clearer. Break it down a little bit more clearer to you. Well, let's let just read verse 3. You know, verse 3 will just take you on to heaven. What did I say, turn? Oh, y'all were listening. Verse 3. Hereby we do know that we know him. If we just say we do. Huh? I know the Lord. I know I don't do anything right. Are you lying? And people do this all the time in church. Oh, I know the Lord. God been good to me. Now, I know I get mean and hateful sometimes, but I, I know the Lord. Are you lying? The only people know the Lord are them who keep his commandments. Keep them, not know them. 
keep them every day. You're repenting when you miss it. You're asking Jesus to change it where you don't stay like that. That's keeping his commandments. It ain't doing it right all the time. It's straightening up when you don't. That's keeping it. And you're getting him to change your attitudes and your moves where you don't have them no more. I never had them in old 21 years, in 21 years in June. I'm not going to have none to the end. I don't have them. Have I asked my wife from the whole church over and over and over? You ever seen me have them in 10 years? You ever seen me just have attitude, moves, I'm just mad as hell at people? You ain't never saw that and you spend more time with me than anybody? Why? I done, Jesus done changed me and they ain't there. I don't gripe and complain and murmur about nothing. And I, I remember one time I was at a church and this preacher took up right in front of him all these thousands of dollars. Right in front of me, the first service. This, I mean thousands. We want to send past scales, evangelist scales in a, a way blessed. People said, oh, man, he, man, every time he come, I get blessed. And they just, people just gave thousands. And then when I, I left, then he took off and up out there at service. And then when I left, it, it wasn't even hardly a thousand. It was barely over. I said, man, in the hotel, I done added all that up. It didn't cost that much. <laughs> he done kept the money. I saw his whole church go down. I saw him be destroyed. In the newspaper, on the news, scandal. Years later. Yeah, I forgave him, but he didn't never straighten that up. And, 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 and I was over there, you know, I said, this ain't right. You know, I was struggling with it. And, uh, and Billy was driving. We was heading to Oklahoma somewhere from there. And, um, and I, 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 I just, Billy, Billy said, uh, well, Count it all joy. <laughs> Man, that didn't feel good at all. <laughs> I didn't feel like no joy. Come on now, come on now. I didn't feel like no joy. I didn't feel like shouting. But when he said that, I just acted on the word and said, well, bless God, he'll make it up to me. And I went to another church and got blessed triple. <laughs> Faith with action will cause God to bless you. Nobody can stop God from blessing you. If you are not judged and not condemned and forgive, God will make sure Jesus said at his lips that it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Run, he ain't talking about no money. Running over, shall men give. There might be some money they're going to give to you. But shall men give in your bosom. But with the same measure you meet, and sitting trying to pray, get God to bless you. You got to live something, and then you will be blessed. Living what? Living is love. Man, you live in his love, you just gonna be blessed. You gonna wanna give. Ain't nobody had to beg you to give, and you live in his love, you're a lover. You've been loved, and you're a lover, you wanna give it all away if God asks for it. Don't be stupid now. This, this preacher said he was a prophet when, you know, my son was about, about, about three months old, and all I had was milk money. I don't know if I had enough of some diapers. I think I did. That was all, about $8. And I hadn't been to the store yet. I went to this revival. He said, and the preacher said, bring the electric money, the electric bill money, the light bill, and all that diaper and milk money. He said, give it all to God. And I said, now, Lord, 
Now, that man ain't got to hear my baby cry all night. Now, you're going to have to tell me to give this to, to him, or I ain't giving him a dime. I don't care what he say. I teach people, if you gave your tithe, you need to pay your bills and don't give God another dime till you take care of your responsibilities. And then when God blesses you, you're you able to give more. You are not to take money that you owe with your bills and try to give in the kingdom unless he tell you. When he don't tell you after your tithe, you need to go pay your bills. Quit letting them preachers drive you in and you're going to get something from God. Okay, okay, I'm gone. You trying to win the lotto with God and pick four. You already done won it. Jesus won the lotto over everybody. Verse, y'all still love me. Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in you. What are you keeping? Let me see if y'all getting this. What is the number one thing you got to keep? Who said that? You got to keep believing what Jesus did for you. That's what you're going to keep. And then you're going to act on it. That's keeping his commandments. Believing how he loved you and then living his belief, your belief in him toward one another. How he did you, you live that love toward one another. What you believe he did for you, that's keeping his commandments. It's in 1 John 3, 23. This is his commandment that you believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave you commandments. Your first commandment to keep is what? No, no, no. Where you can love God at? Look at 1 John 4, 19. You, since you said that. Well, you should have never said that. I'm radar now. We love him. Oh, then you got to believe how he first loved you before you can love him. Till you live and he loved you, you ain't loving him. 1 John 14. Here in 1 John 14. All right, now. You always mess with my English. I told him we just talk different down in Nashville. It's a country slang. Herein is love. Here's love. You want to know what love is? It ain't never you loving God. It's he loving you. And you believing in it and acting like it. That's love. Herein is love. I just love everybody. Hold on now. Do you believe how Jesus loves? You just lying. You be mad as hell at somebody for noon. Every ever he just told you, oh, baby, you just the sweetest thing. And then the next day you say, what happened to that? <laughs> Where did that go? When you believe in Jesus, it never leaves. When you live in faith in Jesus, it never leaves. It never leaves, y'all. It never leaves. It never leaves. 
Because soon as something go wrong, you say, let's see, how did Jesus do? Oh, no, Jesus didn't pay me back. And you live it. 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 See, right then you just went and believed. How did Jesus do? No, he didn't treat me. Oh, he didn't talk about me when I was wrong. Oh, yeah, I do them like that. Now, you, you just lived it. But you had to go believe first. You got to get used to going to believe in Jesus, how he did you. So it would just kill you to not act the way your flesh wanted to act. Just like without your strength. All right, go back first. John 2. Because you're going to miss this revelation. I'm going to get ready to close. <clears throat> Verse 3. Herein we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not believing in how Jesus loved and living his love toward one another. Is alignment and the truth of Jesus not in you because you ain't acting like it. Now, verse 5 and 6, here it is now. Here it is. Here's faith with action. Here is faith without action. Verse 5. Whosoever keepeth this word. Uh -uh. I, I know the Lord said do this. Well, you ain't keeping it. If you're not doing it, you're not living it. You, you, I'm saying you're going to have to quit this thinking you still abiding in him when you ain't doing it. You ain't abiding in him no more. You might still be born again, but you ain't abiding in him where anything you ask you can get because you're keeping something he ain't in your life. You can't keep one thing. You can't keep one thing where you tell Jesus he can't change you in this. You can't keep attitudes and moves. I'm telling you, you won't grow. You won't even grow spiritually if you're not a tithe and giver in the church. You won't grow spiritually. How you going to grow spiritually and you ain't living his love out toward others? You're not trying to see others be blessed in, in the church and, and the church grow and be developed and people be saved and born again and filled with the spirit and, and be, become disciples of Christ. And you don't want to be a part of that. You can't grow. You're just in church learning stuff. It's full of knowledge that's puffing you up every day. But love will edify you, build you up. How Jesus loved you. Whoever keep his word. Now look, look what happened. Look what happened when you keep it. What happens when you keep Jesus' word? Got to be going back to, to the gospel. It's got to be. Whoever keep Jesus' word. In him verily is the love of God for faith. Now hold your spot right there and go to John 15. Hold your spot right there. Then I'm going to get ready to start praying with you all. But we're going to shout a little bit before, before we pray. I, I left some shouting stuff for you at the end. Now watch. John 15 verse 9. Well, let me just read 7 and come to 8 and come to 9. Uh, uh, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, Jesus said you get to ask whatever you will. You're not abiding in him and you won't do what he say. He said, he said you can ask anything you will and it shall be done. Now, what are you going to be asking? Whatever is going to bring fruit of God's character to be lived in your life. Now, verse 7 tells you, 8 tells you, herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. What kind of fruit do God want you to bear? Huh? No, no, you can't say good fruit. That, that don't, what is that? Come on. No, no. What the fruit he wants you to bear is everything you ask him, he change you about. 
quit sinning. His life is lived through you more. God's glorified when Christ is lived on this earth. Jesus said, when I come back, guess what I want to find on earth? Faith. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, you got to break that down. Listen, faith with action, he wants to find him living and working on this earth. I want to come back and see him down here working and living. That's what he want to come back and find. Him, his works, his love, his unity, his what he did and who he is. He want to come back and find that on this earth. So you just say, baby, you ain't got no revelation. It, is, it, is, it ain't enough. Come on now, I want, I want you to come up. Watch, verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciple, verse 9. As the Father loved me, I came and loved you. Same love. Now get what Jesus said here. Catch the revelation. Continue ye in loving God. No, loving one another. Doing the best you can with people. Trying your hardest. Doing the best you can in your marriage. I just, I, I don't know if I got any more left in me to put up with that stinking mother-in-law. See that, that? <laughs> Jesus said, continue, you get this, get this revelation. In my love. Oh, his love perfect. You're telling me to continue in this, his love. No, you're going to believe in it. You're going to do it by faith. You're going to believe he's perfect, and he's going to show you. He overcame the world. He's going to show you. He was tempted at every point without sin. He's going to show you how to be tempted and not sin. He's going to te teach you how to not never be under the devil's rule anymore and do nothing and exalt yourself to do what you want. Because Jesus is going to teach you. He knows how to do it perfect. Jesus said, continue ye in my love. Why? Because the devil can't win in it. Fear can't win in it. Anxiety can't win in it. Worry can't win in it. Lack and death, sickness is eating. Can't nothing win in his love. It didn't when he was on earth. He wants you to continue in something that's perfect. Verse 10, Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, you're going to abide in my love. He never told you if you keep his commandments, you'll love God. And love your neighbor as yourself. You know we ain't none of them. Them laws and prophets. They're God's word, but they're not God's word to the church. Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, as I love you, go love one another. Or love one another as I love you. That's his commandment. And his commandment has to be believed. He said, if you keep my commandments, you're going to abide in my love because you're believing how I loved you and you're living your faith how I loved you toward others. You're going to stay in my love if you do that. Even as I kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Jesus only had two, too. He only had two commandments he kept. Can y'all tell me the first one? Oh, my God, no, you ain't getting it. Okay, tell me what my commandment is. Believe what? How Jesus what? Love me, and then what's my next commandment? Go live that faith, what I believe, where? To others. All right, that's my two. What's my first one? Believe what? How he loved me. What's my second one? Go live what I believe toward others. How he loved me, I believe that. What I believe in him, I go do that to you. 
If he forgave me of everything, I forgive you of everything. If he didn't hold nothing against me, I don't hold nothing against you. If he didn't condemn me, I don't condemn you. If he didn't judge me, I don't judge you. All right. Now, what's my commandment? Come on, everybody. Believe what? And then do what with my belief? To go live it toward who? All right. What was Jesus' first commandment? Believe what? Uh-uh, how God loved him. And then what was the second commandment? To come and live that, that faith in God's love to us. Look at verse 9. As the Father loved me, so have I loved you. He believed in it first. He never kept laws in his strength. He believed in the Father's love. That's why he never sinned. Look at verse 10. As I kept my Father's commandments, and what did he stay in? He stayed in his love. He, he didn't stay in laws. He stayed in his love. That's where you ain't going to see in it. It's in his love. Hmm. This is what will make you quit acting ugly. Quit being fleshly. Quit being carnal. It's learning how to live in faith in his love and having action to live it out toward one another. 